we're going to be talking about Connect. <laughs> but before we go into it, I kind of wanted to show you guys. Um, OK, we also have an activity. But before that, I wanted to show you guys um, our purpose statement and where that comes from and where we lie when it comes to that purpose statement. Um, we took it out of the Great Commission. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the names of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of age. Where we get the connect from is from baptizing them. Um, baptism is a symbol of fellowship with Christians and Jesus Christ, and also <coughs> Christians with the body of Christ. So, yeah. where you get it from. So, our activity is going to break you up into three groups. So, you guys are one group, you guys are one group, you guys are one group. <laughs> Just got, there's a list of 10 verses, or not 10 verses, but there's a list of verses on each of yours and two questions up top. So just like going through your group, figure out some of your answers. <laughs> you should have, you have questions on your sheet. So pretty much what we want is you guys to go through these Bible verses and as a group, come up with answers for these questions. Okay? Oh, is this all the same? Yeah, your groups are the same. Yeah, I'll go pull it up on my phone. 
So someone, someone else's group will answer the next question. Tara, do you want to the next one? Do you want to pick the next one? Your next representative? Oh, it's going to be Robin and Josh. Actually, no, Jillian, you guys have to follow up.
and then why. So your following the choices from the verse. Good reference. Kyung, I'm going to quiz you next week. So, many strong Christians have walked away from their Christian friends and ended up cooling off in their faith without sharing names. Can you give examples of how this is true? And um, we have two personal stories that we're going to give. Really <laughs> we have two stories that we're going to share for both examples. So, the negative side of walking away from connections and the positive end from staying with connections. Um, I'm gonna, okay, so we all know people who, well, I, I don't know if you guys all do, but I feel like a lot of people do know what it's like or to walk away or to have friends walk away. So for me, 
I mean, you guys know from my testimony that I have, but I'm gonna be sharing about my other friend who um, had a troubled childhood and um, she leaned on God and she's like, if you saw her story, you would think like, wow, she's, become, she's gonna become like a great woman of God. But then, cause she would read the Bible, she would memorize verses. I remember going to her room and she just had post-its of Bible verses like all around. And um, so, but then one day she just came up to me and said that she doesn't believe in God anymore and that she was gonna walk away. And at that point, I wasn't even spiritually mature enough to argue with her or try to encourage her or um, even like listen to her, what her reasons were without arguing with her, you know? Cause I wasn't mature enough to have a mature conversation about it. And so, um, her not having that somebody that she could reach out to that will be able to encourage her in her faith and to kind of build her faith up, she walked away and um, now she's just kind of living of the world. So, and I feel like she's at a point where I, and I'm not even close with her anymore, so I don't know if she has any Christian friends. I don't know if she's ever thought about coming back or if what God's gonna do in her life, but um, that's just an example of what could happen to somebody who's kind of on the edge but doesn't have the fellowship to kind of bring them over. So. Okay, I guess on the positive side, um, I know this girl who started com coming to church and uh, she didn't really know anybody when she started attending our church. Um, and so she thought about, you know, it's like really uncomfortable to go somewhere and you don't know anybody. Um, but everybody started like loving on her and like always like asking her how she was doing and um, just checking on her every week and really committing to her and having a relationship with her. And so um, she ended up growing closer to these people and then growing in her faith. Um, so right now she's in a strong, She's like, her faith is pretty strong, and she's like built really like good relationships with everybody. <laughs> All right, so the reason why we switched you guys up into the activities is because our teaching is kind of split up in those categories. So we have characteristics, which is me, benefits, which is Chrissy, and then others, which is PK, and then you guys will kind of see that and that's pretty much why we did the activities. All right, so mine is what is fellowship? And I thought this, um, what is it? Oh, not the verse, no, not the verse. The little parentheses underneath, I thought it was a good kind of definition to, to say what fellowship is because really it is kind of like a refuge. When you're ha going through a hard time, you f you're in like a troubling moment, you feel down, you're in the, the valley, um, you reach out and you find your Christian friends there for you. So it's like, they kind of, they're there for you. And I feel like that's what fellowship is. Okay, and then this is the verse. Um, Katie, you wanna read this one? Right, so <laughs> So I thought this was a good verse to talk about fellowship because um, we are meant to stir each other up in love and good works. So um, 
you know, hey, let's join a life group together, you know? Because <laughs> that's love. Like, I'm doing it out of love because I want to get closer to TK. Get it? And then, um, uh, or like if somebody's angry and they're like, man, I want to kill this person. It's like, no, you should forgive them and love them. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the other part, not neglecting to meet together. This is really, this hit me really hard because I feel like my problem is I'm just too lazy to meet up with people. And also I'm an introvert. So I feel like I, I don't meet up with people as much as I should. And by not meeting up, you're not letting, you're not bringing that fellowship in. Like you're not having anything to facilitate it. Because if you don't meet up, how are you gonna get closer? And um, encourage one another, you know, if someone's going through a hard time, they're doubting or like something bad happened in their lives, like you're there for them to let them know that they're not going through it alone, that you'll always be there for them every step of the way kind of thing. So, and then as the more, as the day drawing near, it's kind of just like, it's this fellowship is something that never really ends. Um, no matter the distance, especially for you high schoolers, and you have your core group when you guys go off to college, different <coughs> colleges, if you have that strong fellowship going on, no matter the distance, like when you guys meet up, it'll be like nothing's changed, you know? So that's what I'm just saying, like it's, fellowship is just, like it's never ending. It's gonna go to the last of the days. And then next, there's this little, I don't really know what to call it, snippet, but I thought this was good. It says, many Christians have homes and families, but they're missing a true connection with the family of God. As a result, they live their Christian lives in solitude, certain they don't need anyone, but then they stop growing, and when they reach out for support, they find themselves alone. I found this really relevant too, because, um, I didn't have that connection previously, and I did live my life in solitude, and I did think that I didn't need anybody else because I thought they're all just gonna judge me anyway. You know, they're all just judgmental people, and um, whatever mistakes I made, like they're gonna hold it against my head, but that's not true because they really don't. Yeah. Uh, where is that from? Um, it's from the <coughs> Howard Center. Oh. So if you want to look at it, <laughs> you can ask me or Howard or any of the staff. And then, yeah, um, but thankfully for me, when I reached out to somebody, they responded. So it's like you could either be on both ends of the spectrum. Like you can either be the one that's alone trying to reach out, or you can be the one that's already kind of in a group, and you reach out to those who are alone. Um, my topic is live fellowship. I'm talking about like the benefits, um, and then my little parentheses here is we need one another. Um, I guess I'm not trying to move my voice. <laughs> Two are better than one because they have a reward for their tail for the
were uh, you had to read your verses and there were actually instructions on how to connect with people and one of the questions was what is difficult and how can you resolve this so this is after you've made your choice to start connecting with people and my verse was uh, therefore encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing and um, this is way too cool when you have someone who you can encourage, who will do the same to you, build each other up. Andrea and I recently made this challenge where I got her a moleskin sketchbook and a journal, and I challenged her to draw on it. And she has to have a full drawing every two weeks. And they're just the small things. Like, I am incredibly encouraged by seeing Michelle open up her own shop on Instagram. Like, that's mind-blowing to me. To, ha to have your own shop is a very big, nerve-wracking step forward in anything you do. And I am so proud of everyone in the CC. Yes, I am putting that out there. But like, it is so amazing to see everyone <coughs> growing, and I know that you're not just 
oh, look at this, and then you put it away. You go, you approach someone, you're like, that was cool. Or if you are artistically involved, you say, oh, I think you could improve on this. You're constantly building up on each other. And it's not just an art. You apply it to everything in your life, where, <laughs> where it's a challenge of character or anything else that you do. So even if someone's character comes into question, you, you approach them. You approach them in love and you build upon that. I know uh, it's really embarrassing, but a couple of weeks back, I asked all of the staff leaders to stand up for their groups. And Michelle was standing right here and I completely looked over her and she approached me later. She was like, hey, you kind of hurt my feelings because cause she thought I ignored her. And it was a very, it was a real thing because that's not what I want her to think. And she approached me and I was like, oh my gosh, that's not right. And she forgives me, which is great. But you know, that's, it's a, you approach someone in love. And Michelle didn't come to me like screaming and angry. She came to me, hey, um, I think you might have forgotten. And uh, she just brought it up. <laughs> I didn't tell her I was going to bring it up, so she's like embarrassed. But um, here's another excerpt. <laughs> and if you do want any of these excerpts, we, we will give you um, the reference, because we have a big study guide to the, our purpose and our five our five purposes. So if you ever see something on these slides, you are more than welcome to ask and we will give you reference. Yeah, so I also found this verse, um, the First Thessalonians, really cool because if you read up on it, it talks about the day of the Lord. And I think it's crazy because <laughs> of We'll go down to four. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in the darkness, so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. And I just thought that was really cool to read up on. It's just, you are not someone who is asleep. And <laughs> it goes into so much more, like, the, it goes into all the purposes, really but just knowing that you are a child of the day. You are a child of God. So you need to connect with other children of God. You cannot, you cannot be with those who are asleep because they are not going to lift you up. They're not gonna bring you closer to God. Yeah, and like relationships are so different when compared to Christian friends and then non-Christian friends. And like, I know you guys have non-Christian friends too. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying like relationships that you have with Christian friends go so much deeper because you guys kind of 
you have the same troubles. You know, you can't open up to somebody about how you're doubting God to a non-Christian friend because they'll be like, oh, well, God doesn't exist anyway, so what matters? And that's just going to bring you down even more. But um, when you do have fellowship with Christian friends, they kind of, instead of making fun of you or laughing at you or, you know, whatever you're going through, they're kind of like, I'm there with you. You know, I'm walking through it with you. So that's what the big difference, well, I think is the big difference between them. You also have the Bible literally to help you, back you up and stuff. So what more for your doubts than God himself? Yeah, and like, let's say you are doubting God and your friend can be like, hey, let's go through these Bible verses together. Or like, let's memorize these Bible verses. It's like somebody who's always there to encourage you and build you up on your faith. Yeah, so um, committing with God's help, if you are interested in connecting and committing yourself to it, um, begin with honest, <laughs> being honest with others about how they're doing and how others can pray for you. Which you can do in life groups. <laughs> Join or begin a small group Bible study. Life groups. <laughs> Invite someone to be in your small group Bible study. Bring someone to join a life group with you. Sharon was very adamant about this. I am, because it's such a good thing. Um, and memorizing, um, you know, we gave everyone, uh, well, anyone who wanted to, had was able to join the challenge of memorizing 50 Bible, can you uh, do the Bible verse, the description again? 50 Bible verses, recite them to me or my wife or to Philip, you get $25. One month later, four weeks later, if you can recite all 50 again, you get $75. So in total, you get $100 for memorizing verses, <laughs> which do nothing but help you. So something to think about. But just we're just adding on to those with two verses. Um, Robin, do you mind reading? <laughs> we proclaim to you what we have seen and heard so that you also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son. And let us consider how we may spur one another westward in love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. So the first Bible verse is kind of just like um, bringing in people to be in a fellowship with you. This is kind of like the beginning. You have to proclaim, evangelize, bring people in. And then the second part is kind of just how to maintain that fellowship, which, you know, spur each other up, encourage one another, meet up, talk, you know, you can just go eat, that's life fellowship group. right there. Life <laughs> groups, like she said. So, yeah, that's why we thought they were important, Bible verses. Yeah. <laughs> with you. 
Um, I just pray over everyone um, that they may do something to change um, in this way this week, Lord, that they reach out to somebody um, or try and connect with somebody. Um, and I just thank you for everything. In your name we pray, amen. amen. amen.